Hello and welcome to the Fancy Threesome FPL podcast. I'm Phil. I'm here with the Wanderer who has returned. Anthony, how are you? Good day, mate. How's it going? Sorry, I mean, that's a terrible Australian accent. I might have been out there for three weeks, but I still can't talk like them. It is good to be back, mate. So sorry. Um, Good to be back, mate, and great to see your lovely face again. One of the things I was looking forward to most, I have to say, about returning to good old Blighty. Uh, Yeah, I had the most amazing time. Australia is a really cool country. I would recommend anyone getting out there if they can. But yeah, back to reality, mate, and back to the pod. So yeah, look at the pod. Back and, to the pod. Uh, no mic tonight because he has got uh, something which he told me was called strep throat. Um, strep throat. Sounds uh, like something he's very much made up. Yeah, it does a little <laughs> bit. Uh, so not sure what that is, uh, but he has a very sore throat and can't talk. So no, it's going to make it harder, harder for him to do the pod. So it's me and you today. Which is just as well. We're just doing a quick pod anyway because uh, short turnover between game weeks. We've had game week four, moving on to game week five. Mike's had a blinder of a game week mm. four, so I know he would have loved to have been here if he could. Uh, so mm. yeah, those those who listened last week, I think we should get into this quite quickly, and then I can kind of <laughs> get it off my chest. So. Uh, the punts haven't been going well for me, and I, I'm assuming you haven't listened to the podcast because, you know, time differences in Australia and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was pretty, pretty busy, pretty on the go. So I'll be honest. I, I heard little snippets of each one, but yeah, I haven't listened to to all of them. But uh, I do hear rumours that you didn't exactly have control over your team. Is that is that right? It is. I mean, your excuse sounds like a child who's not done the homework. I mean, last. <laughs> I, I think, it's weak I think, at best. Yeah, it is poor. Uh, I've heard bits. Uh, I'd like to, you know, test you on the bits. We don't have time. Uh, last week, when <laughs> when we were recording the podcast, we had a listener asking us a question live from Perth. That wasn't wow. you. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel really bad now. Sorry, guys. Nah, that's all right. That's fine. Uh, I mean, not some, as bad. Some Pardon? Sorry. Some some may call it commitment, uh, and clearly from the listener, and not from me. <laughs> Valid. So yeah. So. I've not been doing well on the punts with Mike, so I I said it's only fair I should... Well, it's not that I've not been doing well. Give Mike some credit. He has been doing well. I gave my team up to the three winners so far this season. That's FPL Buddy, FPL Toffee Tim, and (laughs) Gold TBC Assist None on Twitter. FPL experts, I would suggest. Mm. And I think it's fair to say. And I said to them, look, I've not had a good start. You do what you want. If you want to take Salah out of my team, that's fine. You want to make transfers, that's fine. I had already bought in Saliba, and I will call him Saliba, not Saliba, just for now, uh, for Rico Henry. I'd already done that because I had just enough money to do it. But then I said, you know what? Fair game. You pick the team. You make any transfers you want up to a minus 12. Uh, Of course, I went for a minus 12. uh, And (laughs) (laughs) that was kind. And, uh, you know, pick captain and and stuff like that. So uh, straight away, they said, right, your problem issue is your keeper. Full agreement there. I had Ward and Everson. They got rid mm-hmm. of Everson, uh, bought in uh, Sanchez at Brighton. So far, so good. Great and show. that's pretty much where the goodness ends. Um, <laughs> so 
to fund that move, they decided to take Reese James out for Perisic. Okay. Uh, I could cope with that, uh, yep. but but to just make sure there was enough funds in the bank, they decided, and I don't know why they did this, when it's one of the players I've been big enough all season and one of the players who's actually looked half decent for Liverpool, they decided to take out Diaz um, for Manchester City's Ilkay Gundogan, who... Got an assist? Well, he got an assist. <laughs> uh, imagine my imagine my despair when I saw uh, the team sheet for Man City and that Gunningham was on the bench. And within a couple of minutes, Diaz had scored uh, goal number one for Liverpool of nine. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, so that was, that was a little frustrating. Uh, and I try not to have players like Gundogan or Foden because I inevitably get annoyed that they get rested and then get them out of my team. So I've now got the problem. I've got Gundogan in. He's going to have to stay for this game week. Hopefully he'll play. Uh, and then I can use two free transfers at the weekend. They also then, I thought this was some sort of allegiance, all four of us together, FPL Buddy, FPL Toffee Tim, and Gold TBC assist none. I thought we've made a pact here. They said, you want to captain this guy. <laughs> Ivan Tony, captain. And you know what? It, it nearly came good because he hit the post. He should have scored. Yeah. Um, turns out they hadn't made a pact. Um, they all captain Salah. <laughs> they they... <laughs> it did was... nothing incidentally. It was a one-man forced pact. Um, so, yeah, they they had some fun with my team, and that is the main thing. Uh, I've now got to rearrange it back. Just to really, you know, dig in, um, Diaz then went up in price, so I can't afford to buy him back currently. Oh, no. no well, okay. you know, it's tough at the top. Uh, but, you know, you do these things, and um, hopefully they had fun. Uh, I forgive them all, um, despite the fact that I think... In total, when you take into account the transfer fees and the captaincy, that I, I would have put it on Salah. Uh, unbelievable, he did nothing. Mm. Um, uh, they they cost me eighteen points. Oh dear! But, but you know, you know what? I had a lot of fun, and it was quite um, uh, refreshing. Maybe that is liberating. the word. Liberating is the word to actually watch other people analyze your team and make decisions for you. It was quite freeing because I wasn't I wasn't worried. I had an excuse lined up and you know if I did poorly, I did poorly. It, you know, and it wasn't the worst week. It's just when you take into account the minus 12 and mm. the Diaz one was a kick in the teeth because I'd have preferred to take out Salah and that's not me being you know in hindsight take out Salah because he's not done anything. Um <laughs> But just because Diaz is good value, whereas mm. Salah's proving not to be. Um, but yeah, it, it could have been worse, and it was a lot of fun. I ended up on seventy points. Uh, minus twelve takes it to 58, 58. So yeah, I mean, actually, you got <laughs> despite all that going on, mate. I also got seventy points this week. Uh, oh. But I, I mean, as you know, I mean, I hope you. Uh, I may not have been uh, around too much while I was in Australia, but I do hope uh, you enjoyed the little video we did for you uh, via WhatsApp. Beautiful uh, beach. It looked like a beautiful yeah. beach. Where were you? Oh. Uh, I was in a place called Fremantle uh, in Western Australia. Very nice. That was actually Fremantle, we were... Fremantle Media used to make neighbours. 
Yes, yes, they did. Um, Freo, as the locals like to call it. Uh, lovely place, lovely, lovely town. And uh, we were having lunch. And instead of having a beer garden, it had a beer beach, uh, as, as they do in Australia. So I was there having having uh, our lunch. It was our final our final full day. And I thought, oh, I'll do a little video for you boys. And as you know, I'm doing it with my uh, 11-year-old son this uh, this season. And, that, and that's where I'm getting the fun from it, because we are, he's A, absolutely loving it. Uh, and and B is adding that fun element. And what he's already shown in the first four weeks of the season is that he knows far more than me. And I will confirm this with the fact that uh, as we were in the airport waiting to fly home, uh, we having to do the team and we had the team, we agreed on it. And the next thing to decide was captain choice. And he of said, course. he said, daddy, I really want to go Harlan this week, you know, home to palace. I think they'll win this game. You know, I was like, oh, are you sure about that, mate? You know, Haaland, he's not, yeah, okay, he's had a good start, but he's not been amazing. I said, however, Jesus, you know, Arsenal, <laughs> you know, looked really good this season. Um, they're at home to Fulham, probably leaky. Yeah, you know, I really fancy it. I said, I'll leave it to you, but if, you know, if it was down to me, I would definitely go for Jesus. So anyway, I didn't know at that point uh, if he had actually changed the captain or not. So then have a nice little 17-hour flight home. Just a seventeen. Just a seventeen, which was which was delightful. Land uh, sure. must uh, have been nice. Must have been a nice moment when you landed as a Bournemouth fan. Yeah, I'll get onto that in a second separately because that was <laughs> unbelievably joyous. But I was thinking quite a lot of the flight about you know how Bournemouth were getting on away at Liverpool and the scores and what was going on. So anyway, so, uh, as we land, switch off airplane mode. All these messages start coming through. I see the scores. Bournemouth might have lost 9-0, which was rather depressing. But hey, don't worry, because Haaland has scored a hat-trick. So happy days. I'm sure, you know, he was kept as captain. So I said to my son, oh, did you did you, did you keep Haaland as captain in the end? Because uh, he scored a hat-trick. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. And then we checked the team and he hadn't. He changed it to Jesus, who got one point. So that was a double signal. Not only did uh, Bournemouth ship nine, um, although let's be honest, it should have been about 12. So yes. we're kind of lucky, I would Salamis suggest. An not... open goal. Yeah, I mean, that was unbelievable. It, I, I would suggest we're lucky not to be the first team to ever concede double figures in a Premier League match, to be brutally honest. Uh, but yeah, the double whammy of them finding out that Haaland uh, was changed as captain, and that was all my fault. So from now on, I've said, look, you pick the captain. I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. But actually, 70 points, I would suggest, wasn't too bad. Um, but it, yeah, we had Luis Diaz got 14. We had uh, Pascal Gross, luckily for us, actually came off the bench and got 11 points for Zinchenko, who was injured. Haaland obviously got the 17. Uh, Perisic got six and Saliba seven were our highlights. A bit of a signal we had Sal, the Wolves goalkeeper, who conceded in the last minute. Um, uh, yeah. Had he not, we would have been, I think, about tied on points with you, actually, mate. We are just what a goal. Yeah, what, what a goal. What a goal to concede. Yeah, Sam Maxim, I've seen that. That was an absolute beauty. Um, Botto-esque. So, I mean... I know you may, th you know, think you've not had the best start to the season, but considering you boys laughed at our team so hard, you were nearly physically sick before the start of the season. <laughs> we're, we're all within about fifteen points of each other. Bear in mind, bear in mind, bear in mind that because you've wildcarded. Yeah, I've wildcarded, but you know, Mike's played his bench boost, so yeah. I haven't. So you know, it's pretty tight, mate. It and is. you've 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 also wildcarded, haven't you? Yeah, but I was laughing at your original team because it was terrible, but you have wildcarded since. Uh, well, yeah, but it was mainly terrible because we had Harry Winks on the bench. But actually, uh, yeah, the main yeah, eleven we haven't changed that much. We had, I think we made six or seven transfers as part of the uh, the wild card. But uh, yeah, I'm quite enjoying the fact that we are really close. 
it is nice, isn't it? Um, usually at this point, though, you're miles ahead. You you start you start very well, don't you? Well, you say that. I mean, I didn't last season, and then it started bad, and then it got worse. But um, yeah, yeah. just to put it into perspective, though, we are both behind our, our good friend Lewis, who, as we know, sets the team on week one and doesn't change it. And I think he's done that again, and he's still ahead of both of us. So happy times. Yeah, happy times indeed. I, I was making uh, an apple cinnamon crumble loaf cake on Saturday mm. whilst listening to uh, the Bournemouth game on the radio. And obviously, I had Salah in my team, but our dear friends had chosen not to captain him. So when <laughs> when Liverpool scored, and you're just thinking, please, not Salah, Diaz, that's even worse, actually. Because that was the, worse. Yeah. And just goal after goal, you're like flinching every time. You're like, who set it up? What? Mm. Oh, good. Harvey Elliott scored, you know. Um, what a shout yeah, that was by Mike to have him, by the way, as well. Yeah, he's he's done well. The Harvey Elliott punt, he's he was pushing that, wasn't he? He that really last, was. Last week, especially on the pod, he didn't listen to. He was he was going for Harvey Elliott um, quite mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, until this week, he I was above him. So um, yeah, so but I mean, I think the standard again is going to be good this year. Looking as we're just just I think was it two point eight million? I think uh, we I I am currently in the game, so you must be similar, only five points above me. So there's a lot of template teams this season. Isn't there? There's a lot of People with the likes of of Haaland um, and players like that, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough to make ground. They're already going to have to be kind of searching for those those differentials. But the template hasn't hasn't been particularly successful because uh, you know it's, it's, it's teams that have got players that aren't in the template that are doing well. Mm, yeah, this is true. It's, you it's know, true. not many not many people would have had Rodrigo, Gross, Odegaard, Henderson, or Odegaard's the fourth. <laughs> Fourth highest scoring player in the game now, which yeah, will upset my flying. wife. Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he really is flying this season, as are Arsenal. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so a lot of these players, I mean, not many people would have expected a Firmino haul of twenty of uh, twenty two points in in one game week. Um well, I mean they were playing Bournemouth when they but um yeah, no, that's true. He's uh he was doing well and there's there is a there is a few shocks already and um one of the, I think, the bigger shocks is that uh, your good lady wife hasn't quite had the uh, the flying start that she had to last season. The reigning champion in our in our friends league had a bit mm-hmm. of a sluggish start. Maybe she's just giving us all a chance. What do you think? I mean, I probably wouldn't. Um, I'm not really in a good place to talk because I I suggested <laughs> taking out Martinelli and uh, no taking out Odegaard for Martinelli. So oh, I yeah. don't want to continue the route of this chat. Okay, that's okay because my wife Let's does listen. On. Yeah, cool. Uh, she's staring at me uh, from a distance. <laughs> glaring at you. Glaring, glaring. glaring. Um, yeah, so we'll move on. Someone who did predict Firmino to do well was our punt mm-hmm. winner this week, uh, who's FPL blue-footed booby on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so wow. they will be picking one of our captains at the weekend. Uh, because Mike's ill, we won't do a punt this episode. We'll, we'll do another episode probably Thursday before the weekend's fixtures. And mm. he will be picking someone's captain. It would be nice to be able to pick my own team this week. Um, but, you know, if, if I don't, I don't. That's absolutely fine. But um, so, Ant, we're not going to do a quiz this week. I hope you can no. cope with that mentally. I, I think the jet lag would suggest that I am fine with not doing a quiz. <laughs> You didn't do a punt, did you? I went Almer on. Uh, no, no, I didn't. Do, I was. I didn't do a punt. I'm very sorry. No, yeah, yeah, I have. No. I have slacked in my duties. 
Yeah, that is that's fine. And what's the nicest thing you ate in Australia? Uh, kangaroo. <laughs> did you eat kangaroo? Did you? Yeah, it's it's a very tasty piece of meat. What was quite strange was that we were having kangaroo for dinner one night and then going to a wildlife park uh, the following <laughs> day where we were feeding uh, some lovely cute kangaroos. Um, so that was quite strange. Yeah. Uh, what but what yeah. was kangaroo like in comparison? Can you compare it? It's, everyone always says that any other meat just tastes like chicken. Mm, it's quite like beef, but oh okay, it was, it was kind of more tender, more more. It did have more flavour to it. Um, it did actually. I was debating whether to eat it because I thought oh, kangaroos are quite cute, and we have spent most of our time here searching for them. But once mm. I tried it, I wasn't looking back until I went to the wildlife park the next day and felt quite guilty about it. Um, you spent your holiday trying to look for kangaroo and then you found one on your plate and <laughs> i did indeed and it was very tasty too what, um, what did you serve kangaroo with what was it with uh what do you have it with i think we just had it with potato and salad i think we kept it pretty low key because my brother-in-law is he thinks of himself as a bit of a chef mm. um so he like I, I left him to do with the cooking and he just literally stuck this meal in front of me that happened to be kangaroo so I was not going to uh, complain, but um, yeah, I've kept it fairly simple, but it was very nice. Well, I think you would have possibly enjoyed it unless you're still a vegetarian. I'm still pretty much a part-time vegetarian. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, can I, um, yeah. Yeah. Something like that, you know, maybe mm. a day or two a week, I'll, I'll try a bit of meat, but I, you know, I, ca I can't eat duck for the same reason that you were planning <laughs> on not eating kangaroo because they're too cute. Yeah, um, they're quite cute. They so are nice different cakes. That. Well, you say I've not. Uh, yeah, it's orange, isn't it? Orange meat ducks. Mm. Is it orange? Yeah, no. Or maybe so. it just was in the pancake that I saw it in once. That's how yeah. little I've eaten duck. Yeah, um, scared for life. That does that does lead to a very exciting announcement that uh, we will be. I mean, I mean, Anthony is still in contract negotiations here. Um, he's playing the Willy Bolly role in this. If you've been following that story this week. Um, <laughs> Uh, we will be uh, starting a new podcast uh, all based around food um, mm. uh, because, uh, well, as many of you who've uh, listened and watched along in the past know, uh, we often go off on a food tangent anyway, and we know more about food having uh, previously eaten it um, than we do fancy football. We'll still be doing the fancy football podcast. Uh, we're not going anywhere, I'm afraid, but we'll be starting up a new food-based podcast uh, podcast which should be a lot of fun uh i've traveled extensively to asia uh caribbean around europe ants now been to australia mm. mike's traveled a lot of europe africa um so the first episode primarily we're going to be talking about custard creams um because <laughs> you know taking all that knowledge and and go route one with custard creams mm. but um but that's further down the line probably a month or so away but that is something to look forward to uh, if you have ever or have considered eating food um, as part of your diet. So mm. shall we get to some listener questions? Oh, yes, let's. We've had some listener questions sent in. We still have some listeners um, despite your absence. And so... Well, I mean, that is quite amazing. I mean, you boys must have done a good job of holding the fort. Uh, well, that's that's your <laughs> words. Uh, <laughs> not ours. Uh, right. So we'll start off with Chris, my face, who says he keeps seeing potential FPL assets in his day to day life. And he's attached a picture of a place called Welbeck Hall. Uh, is he playing the game wrong by immediately transferring in players he sees on signs? Uh, he is overall ranked 6.5 million 
So mm. at this point, do you think maybe just going for signs from maybe, <laughs> you know, another place that another mm. another aura is giving him signs? Maybe yeah. you should listen to them. Yeah, maybe the sign should be that he should he should not do this anymore. I mean, if he's six what, and a half minutes to quit. Game, no, no. I mean, as in not pick players who he sees on the signs. I mean, I mean no, no, he's he's wondering whether he should now start doing that because he's tried oh. using his actual brain. Oh, I see. Sorry, I, I completely. I I've so jet lagged. I do apologise. Uh, yeah, then he certainly should. I mean, if he's six point five million in the game, he's not had the best of starts, does he? And the trouble with that is, as I found last season, is you immediately do start chasing it and going for random players. But I tell you what, Brighton look really good this season, don't they? They've had a very strong start. Um, so I think Danny Welbeck might not be the worst shot in the world anyway. So yeah, why not? And they they did batter Leeds one 0 the other day. Like they were yeah, all they really over. did. They played some brilliant football. They really did. They they had chance after chance, didn't they? And uh, it could have been more. Um, yeah, they 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 look good, and they got Fulham away um, coming up this week. So it, that is a a winnable game, you would suggest. So yeah, and go for the, it. The fact that he's ranked six. 6.5 million and Welbeck costs 6.5 million. It kind of seems like the stars are aligning. Symmetry. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the fact that that's lined up. So the answer is yes. Go for him. Okay. Peter Annandale uh, is a biggie. Keep or bin Salah to, uh, you know, and then obviously use the money to invest better if you bin him. Mm, it's one of those, isn't it, with Salah? You just, you can't. I tell you what, that one with Salah at the weekend was a bit like. Do you remember Havertz last season? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. he was playing as a lone striker, when Chelsea beat Norwich seven 0 and he didn't get a goal on an assist. I think I had him as captain. Correct. I think, <laughs> I think I knew that's when it was all going wrong. Oh, I don't know with Salah. I just got a feeling that he's one of those, isn't he? That if you take him out, as soon as you take him out, he'll do something. And you look at their fixtures coming up: Newcastle at home um, on Wednesday night, then Everton away. Some big Merseyside derby Wolves at home. They have got harder fixtures on the horizon with Chelsea away, Arsenal away, and Man City at home. But I would, I would stick with him at the moment. I just feel he's one of those. One of them's going to go in off his backside, and then it will suddenly turn for him. Uh, I would certainly keep the faith with this game week uh, in mind, having Newcastle at home. I fancy Liverpool to win that, um, and I think you know, unfortunately for Bournemouth. It was the perfect fixture for Liverpool because uh, they were clearly hurting from the Man United result, weren't they? Yeah. And they took it all out on us. So um, they'll be brimming with confidence. And I imagine Salah coming off that pitch is probably annoyed that they've won 9-0. Do you know what I mean? I think if you're a striker like Salah who targets being the league's top scorer every season, despite the fact that your team has won 9-0, I think you're angry. Oh, he would have been angry. I mean, I think there was one point where he missed the chance. I think it was a good save from Travers actually in second half. And he was laughing, but I think he was laughing through anger. Yeah, I mean, if anyone had told you that Liverpool were going to win 9-0 before the game and Salah wouldn't have been involved in any of them, I don't think you would have believed them. So, um, quite amazing. But as I say, if you've got him, I would definitely stick with him for now. Something I would say moving forward. I mean, I said on the first pod of the season despite being a Bournemouth fan, my plan this season is to target Bournemouth. Always have some attacker playing Bournemouth. Mm. And that's been sensible. I think the last three games that we've lost as an aggregate was like 16-0. So not, yeah. not terrible advice. But um, with Liverpool, that Newcastle game isn't the easiest fixture in the world, uh, depending on St. Maximam's injury. Mm. 
Um, yeah. I'm not sure. We're recording this on Monday evening. And as yet, I haven't heard about uh, St. Maximum's injury. And obviously, they've got Wilson out, but they've got this new Isaac guy up front. If they take mm-hmm. it to Liverpool like they did to <laughs> Man City, I can see them doing something. I can see them yeah. uh, getting a draw, but I think they will concede. Yeah, um, agreed. Newcastle look good, don't they, under, under King Eddie? But um, yeah, I, I still think Liverpool will just have too much for them in this game. But, but regarding yeah. getting, getting rid of Salah, if you mm. think Newcastle isn't an easy fixture now, Everton nope. is a Merseyside derby. Anything ha- can happen there. Mm-hmm. Then they've got... I can't remember the next fixture you said. It was... Um, uh, uh, who's the next oh. fixture, Anthony? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just closed off my screen. Let me just bring it back up for you. Yeah, uh, Wolves at home. Wolves. So not 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 easy, easy. And never... No. Certainly, they're not going to concede nine. No, um, Chelsea away and then Brian at home. Then Arsenal and City. So mm. it's not a crazy idea to get rid of Salah if you look at like Mike hasn't got Salah have you got Salah yet Ant? no I haven't got Salah no well I won't use you as an example because you've you know and Mike's winning so let's let's have a look <laughs> but his his team at the moment is pretty well balanced without Salah so yeah. he's got Sanchez Cancelo Salah Trent Louis Diaz Rodrigo Kulisewski Martinelli and Elliot Harland and Jesus. And then on the bench, he's got Ward, Cucurella, Tony and Dyer. So yeah. he's got a lot of flexibility. And in a week, well, you know, if these games are coming every sort of three or four days, Pepper's spoken and, and Sergio and Klopp about resting players. You want to have a strong bench. You don't, like us, want to have Andreas, De Silva, um, <laughs> you know, whoever else it is, Ward. You, you want to have players that are playing to, to be able to have the luxury of having Cucurella, Tony and Dyer on the bench is fairly nuts. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I mean, to put that into, into perspective, I've got Tony and Cucurella both starting this week. So um, yeah. yeah, like I say that it does free up the money and give you that chance to have more, more of a balanced team. Um, <laughs> the debate for me before the start of the season was De Bruyne or Salah. Um, and I've gone KDB. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's not looked too shabby to start the season as a 6 14 5 and 2 uh, in the four games. So he's done pretty well. So yeah, I, I don't I don't regret going for him over Salah. But so my advice would still be to stick for now. Maybe this Newcastle game could be the tipping point. If he does nothing, take him out of that point. With um with the Salah situation, if you get rid of him, it does make it possible for you to if you haven't already get Haaland. Or possibly Kane. He's just consistent, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he, he missed a penalty, didn't he, of course, against Forrest. He did, but yeah. He's yeah. actually decided that he wants to start scoring in August now, um, which was good of him. But, yeah, Kane is another good option. And again, Spurs for me, the two, <clears throat> two North London teams looking like the real deal this season. Um, Arsenal could potentially go all the way and, and push City and Liverpool, I think, with a title this year. And Spurs, I think, will win the top four. So, there's definitely assets there. It's, it's a well, as I say, for me, that that's that would be my advice. I would stick with him for one more game and go from there. Okay. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, St. Maximum and Wilson are out injured. Is it better to captain a Liverpool defender rather than a Liverpool attacker against Newcastle this week? That's coming from Craig. Cool. Great question. I think it probably depends. I mean, <laughs> if there's anything like his goal at the weekend, you'd probably be looking at Trent as a possible captain option, wouldn't you? Um, 17 points he got at the weekend. Um, 
you know, he took a lot of stick as Liverpool did actually in their defeat to United. But I mean, what a goal that was um, on Saturday <clears throat> afternoon. And yeah, it's not a bad shout. Um, okay, so with you say with, with Newcastle with with Wilson out potentially, Samak's went out. Who would potentially score for them? Well, this new, uh, I'm going to call him Isaac. Mm. Um, I believe he's it's like Isaac. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they've also got Bruno. Bruno Guerrero's out. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and yeah. All these injuries are stacking up. Stacking for me, it would only be TAA. I, 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 for me, I would still go with with, with a bit boring with a Firmino with a Diaz, someone like that. But um, if you're if you're really thinking about it, then you know the one choice for me would be TAA. Ironically, for us, another one was potentially Van Dyke, but he is obviously, as we know, on the pricey side. But of course, he scored as well against Bournemouth, and I took him out. So that so that was great. Um, but yeah, the only one I think realistically I would go for is Trent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. But I think there's probably other fixtures this week where I would look at captaining a player rather mm. than we'll get on to the fixtures um, later in the pod. But I would suggest maybe Liverpool Newcastle is less. Well, I, think I was, I was going to suggest captaining a City player. Because they're at home to Forest. Forest mm. have looked decent. Yeah, with their nineteen new players, there's and uh, some more, haven't they? Today, so yeah, why not? I mean, their recruitment drive is quite nuts. I don't think I've ever seen, even by Fulham standards. Fulham came up, do you remember, a few years ago, spent over hundred million pounds, still got relegated, but signed about twelve players. But I mean, Forest here are building two teams. I don't know what they're doing. Um, they've they've recruited more players in the past year. Than, than the British government has recruited police officers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, going back to, I hate to bring it back to Australia again, but what was quite nice was being in a country for three weeks that wasn't a laughing stock, uh, <laughs> which is what we are, what with the energy prices and what's going on with Boris Johnson, the government. Um, I was talking, did talk to a lot of expats out there. Um, yeah, and it, we are just a laughing stock around the world. Um, you wait till Liz Truss gets in. Oh my good grief! If you've ever seen the ro- uh, room next door on uh, Twitter, the guy just room next door with Liz Truss talking about apples is an absolute delight. Yeah, was it Michael Spicer who does that? Yeah, he's Michael Spicer. Yeah, 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 absolute uh, genius. So captain-wise, I would maybe look mm. at Arsenal at home to a very poor Aston Villa. Yeah, I mean Stephen Gerrard's under pressure though, isn't he? I mean, I see a lot of people highlighting the fact that um, Gerrard's got a worse record now as Villa manager than Gary Neville had as Valencia manager, <laughs> which is quite funny. We think of the uh, absolute horror show that Gary Neville had there, but yeah, he's under some real pressure. And Villa, of course, had the embarrassment of losing to us as well on the opening day of the season, uh, and we know how poor we are. So, I mean, that that was quite weird as well. Again, I'm going back to my holiday, but I was in the airport on Heathrow the day after we just beaten Villa. Exotic. Thank you. It was very exotic. I was wearing my Bournemouth shirt as I do ninety uh, percent of the time, and had quite a few people come up to me. So, oh, crack a result for Bournemouth yesterday. Um, yeah, but Villa, yeah, are in trouble. They look dire. And but I fell into the trap with Jesus at the weekend, mate. You know, I looked at them and thought, Fulham, could this be another trap with Jesus? Could it? I'm not saying necessarily Jesus. I'm I'm perhaps thinking Martinelli. Oh, yeah, not, think, not Odegaard. Thinking, well, I don't own him, and my wife can no longer afford him, so let's not bring him up. Uh, so, so, 
Yeah, um, maybe not. This is just ridiculous. It is. Uh, <laughs> it, it is ridiculous. Uh, okay, so uh, next question, uh, and this is actually from Mrs. B. What Ooh. should she do with Hyung Min Song? Um, get rid. It's not happening for him, is it? Bless him. I mean, he was a mainstay uh, in a lot of teams last season, but as good as Spurs have been, it's not really happening for him. Is that fair to say? Everything's going through Kulisevsky and Kane. Mm, yeah, it really is. Yeah, he's, he's almost a forgotten man, isn't he, this season? You know, we know the link-up he, him and Kane had last season, which was just unbelievable, but it's not happening for him. And he's too much money, I think, to cling on to. You can't carry players like that, can you, really? Um, so, I don't know. Has Mrs. B mentioned who she might be bringing in as a possible well, replacement? I mean, this this might sound controversial, but mm. you could you could definitely get rid of Son, uh, who's 11.8 million, and, you know, just for peace and harmony, bring back Odegaard. Then you've got five yes. million, five million to maybe them. She hasn't got Haaland or Kane, so she can probably upgrade a striker. Mm. So you could get Odegaard back because she likes Odegaard. He's a nice boy. And yeah. uh, that was just why she likes Son. Um, so maybe then, yeah, put in a striker that's decent. You, I, I, I feel like those two could just continue this form the whole season. Well, just to throw another name in, in the hat, what about Raheem Sterling? A little bit cheaper at 9.9. Um, scored his first goal at the weekend. Um, looked decent. Still fairly low ownership, 6%. So potential kind of differential there. Yeah. An option to look at. Um, yeah, he scored, what, 15 points um, at the weekend. So I would suggest he could be a definite option. I mean, the, the, the midfield options so far this season, in terms of you kind of looking at the top... You know, three players, Rodrigo of Leeds, Gross of, of Brighton and, and, and Edgar of Arsenal, the top three scoring midfielders in the season. I don't think anyone could have predicted that before the season started. Very true, yeah. Uh, well, what if she wants to go to someone like St. Maximan? Mm, well, if he's, I mean, if, depending on injury. Yeah, dirt cheap. And if you look, he scored, what, 22 points over the last two game weeks. Um, bear in mind, one of those game weeks, of course, was against Manchester City. So, we know how good he is. I mean, he absolutely tore Cancelo apart in that game. So, yeah, definite option. Injury dependent. Of course, he's cheap. 6.5 million, so frees up some funds. Definite option. Potentially him. But, yeah, I do like the look of Sterling. And Chelsea's fixtures, <clears throat> I would suggest, a fairly kind. Southampton away. West Ham at home, who only just got their first win of the season. Fulham away. Palace away. Wolves at home to come. So, I'm, I would be looking at Raheem Sterling, potentially. The other player I'd go... Uh, give a mention to is a, a big drop. You would you would get six point eight million back in the bank to spend wow. on the rest of your team, which you know transformational. If you bring in Granite Shaka, oh, or Harvey Elliott, both both around five million. Yeah, Granite Shaka. What's he got so far? He's twenty two points. Not for me. You, um, you've probably not seen many of the games um, because you've been being Australian, <coughs> mm. but he has been very, very good. He, yeah. And he's playing much more attacking. In the game I watched at the weekend, he was always in and around the box. Yeah, well, he's, he, I was just going to say, if you if you actually look at his stats, they look they do look actually yeah, pretty good this season. 12 points 
um, against Leicester. Of course, he scored six points against Bournemouth. Um, what I watched when I was out there was basically the three and a half minute YouTube highlight videos um, of each game. So I couldn't really get too much uh, from that. But, um, but yeah, dirt cheap. But to be fair, isn't he? What, five million pounds? So again, gives you that money to free it up. So um, yeah, potential option there. For me, I mean, okay. as I say, Arsenal are the real deal for me this season. They are really going to be in the title fight, I think, which I never thought I'd ever say that about Arsenal, but there you go. Which leads us to the final question. Jesus or Kane? Uh, well, Jesus is owned, the most owned FPL player ever, isn't he? 82% now. So with that in mind, I would actually go Kane. Uh, he looks good. Yeah, he's scoring. I mean, if he can score in August, as we know, he can score anytime. So um, the only thing I haven't really looked at is the difference of fixtures between the two. Um, and let me just have a quick look. Um, so Spurs uh, have West Ham away, Fulham home, but then do have uh, City and Arsenal and Leicester sandwich in between that. So, yeah, I think I'll be tempted by Kane. What do you think? Yeah, I just think Kane's going to be more consistent long term. And at the moment, I haven't had any of those experiences yet this season where, uh, because the template's been so templatey, uh, <clears throat> yeah. if that's a word, I haven't had any of those feelings where a player of mine has scored and I've then been able to brag about it to you or Mike. Mm, because yeah. inevitably, it's been Jesus who we've all got or... Yeah you know, Haaland, who we've all got, you know, it's not as exciting when a player of yours scores and everyone else has got him. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I mean, if you look so, at I mean, my front three and now is the highest scoring three strikers in the game, Haaland, Tony and Jesus. But again, yeah, I've not really had that feeling either. So, but Kane, he is three million pounds more, just over three million pounds more than Jesus. So I guess it kind of depends on funds, but if funds aren't an option, then I would probably go Kane. So, so, Jesus so has done... yeah, that's that's the question, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Jesus has done well, hasn't he? Um, got 19 points, didn't he? In, in I think in the second game of the season, but hasn't quite got potentially the points that we thought he might do at this stage. I think that's fair. I mean, he's he's looked really, really lively, um, but maybe hasn't got the FPL points to show for that. So, um, yeah, I'd probably be looking to go Kane. That that first game <clears> he had. Uh, the first game of the season against Palace, he was mm. playing, you know, like like you imagine, you, you know, like the uh, Brazil advert for, was it World Cup 94? When they, mm. Or 98, when they were all going for the airport and it was all, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, old school. Old school. All the players doing flicks and tricks and he was he was playing like he was in that airport against Palace. Yeah. And it, don't get me wrong, he's, he's played incredibly well, you know, Leicester, mm two goals, two assists, you know. What what has to be said, though, um, and this is not particularly to do with him, Bournemouth have played Arsenal, City and Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Haaland and Salah have not been able to score past such a resolute defence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's, maybe that's quite amazing, if, isn't it? If you are targeting Bournemouth, Go for sort of the second best player from the team playing us. Um, I mean, when you think yeah. the level of goals we've conceded, as was well, it about 17, 18 goals Six, in those three games? 16 nil currently in the last three games. Nil. Yeah, amazing. And if you think none of those three you've just mentioned have scored that, I mean, that is quite incredible. Um, 
yeah, if you think we stop Haaland and, and Salah and Jesus all from scoring and still lose by that, that's that's quite some that's quite some achievement, I would suggest. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to, they've got to, you know, walk away with some pride, I imagine. Um yeah. after that Liverpool game. Um okay, cool. Right, let's get on to uh the fixtures then. because uh, uh, time is getting away from us. Mm, we have yes, got Oh, so annoying. It's a midweek. You know, one of these midweeks where the Premier League does a deal with a particular uh, TV outlet. And on this occasion, it's BT Sport, who uh, is so frustrating because it costs like £25 a month to add BT Sport to any of your packages if you Mm -hmm. don't already have it, obviously. And I find this really frustrating on, on a Saturday afternoon because all around the world, people can watch Premier League games apart yeah. from here. And so on Twitter, you like I was refreshing the Twitter feed and it would say, how did Salah miss that? You know, loads of people were saying, how mm. did Salah miss that? But we can't even see it until no, you know, nuts, after the game's finished. It's, <clears throat> yeah, that does annoy me. And none of these games will be watchable unless you've got BT Sport. Unless um, you're a millionaire, basically. Effectively that, or single. Mm. Yes, or, yeah. or single, yeah. Which, you know, enjoy your life, not bagging on single people. Absolutely, you know, have fun with that. Uh, secretly jealous. Well, I'm in enough trouble with my wife to agree with you. <laughs> let's um, move on. Let's move on. So, uh, first fixture, Tuesday night. Well, there's two. Uh, Crystal Palace at home to Brentford and Fulham at home to Brighton. Kicking off at 7.30. Brentford have slowed down, didn't they, since that game against United? Yeah. Again, there's been only four games into the season, so I think we can read loads into it. But it has been a bit of a weird time. When you think Brentford won against United 4-0, United who looked like a laughingstock and now have turned it around with their last two games. But yeah, Palace, I think, are looking good. And I think I fancy them to win this at home. Palace a little bit unlucky, I would suggest. I don't know if you saw it. A bit of a controversial yeah, yeah. moment in the game where they, which could have put them three 0 up. There was a bit of debate about whether uh, Edison had actually released the ball completely or not. I think it was slightly harsh, but if they gone three 0 up in that game, yeah, if they gone slightly, you know, if they, if they gone three 0 up in that game, I couldn't see City turning that around. So, I mean, any team, okay, yes, they lost four two, but any team can even go two 0 up against City, are decent. Palace are strong, and I fancy them to win this game. Um, and just quickly on Fulham, Brian, I've actually, you know, Mitrovic. You know, we all know two years ago, everyone had him in at the start of the season. Didn't happen for him, but it's happening for him this season. He's hit the ground running. Fulham look good, don't they? I think as well. They're certainly giving it um, a real go. Um, again, a little bit unlucky to lose so late on against Arsenal. So, um, but Brighton, what are they fourth in the league? Yep. Um, one of those games. I'm I'm going for a high scoring draw in that game. So Palace for me in the first game, and a draw in the second game. What's your thoughts, mate? Uh, my thoughts are. Eberichiesi for Crystal Palace, mm. who, who he, you know, he was trouble for Man City in the same way that St. Maximum was the week before. Eze was a delight on Saturday yeah, and somehow only got five points, uh, you know, on fancy football, but that doesn't tell the whole story. Mm. He was brilliant. And someone um, has had him, someone I was speaking to on Twitter has had him in the whole season and he's he's been doing all right. Two, six, mm. three, five. Five and a half million. He's played at least 78 minutes of every game so far. Mm, it's a good shout. I mean, this is a job a bit similar to what we're saying, Jesus. He doesn't always tally up, does it? You know, you can have a player who has an amazing game, but maybe no end product. And um, 
that can obviously mean you doesn't tally up with what you get FPL points wise and certainly that's the case for Eze but yeah he's he's a real talent isn't he he's great he's absolutely great <laughs> I wouldn't um I wouldn't be rushing to get rid of Brentford players they could no. have scored probably should have scored at least four or five goals at the weekend uh, and I know that because I've I've analyzed in depth how Ivan Tony didn't get me captaincy points um, <laughs> But yeah, Brentford are still playing very good football. Uh, I'm glad that they they got a goal in the end. Um, yeah. yeah, some good so games there. What's next, next game, next game is Southampton nil, Chelsea nine. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, Southampton could get tonked in this if Chelsea want to turn up. They've got yeah. Kulabai back at the back, mm. back at the back. Um, and I wonder whether that might give Reese James a bit more of a attacking role. Well, unfortunately for us, we had Koulibaly in the week. He got sent off. Yes, he did. Uh, away at Leeds, got minus two, uh, which wasn't ideal. So he got uh, taken out as part of our wildcard this week. Yeah, Chelsea are a bit of a funny team, aren't they? But um, Southampton really are. I mean, we, you, they, they are going to struggle this season, aren't they? Lost against United the weekend. And uh, I'm going back to Raheem Sterling here for me. I fancy him to... Uh, to fill his boots here um, tomorrow night. So um, Chelsea to win that by a couple of goals. I'm super upset that I haven't got the soundboard ready um, this week, but uh, don't worry because uh, I'm sure everyone's wondering how it hasn't happened yet. But Bella, Bella Kotchap will have uh, a sound clip soon uh, and we all <laughs> know what it will be. Um, so. Please, you can stop like writing that. in. Don't worry, I'm on the case. Uh, it will be ready for for next week, and then we can mention him much more than we are at the moment. Love that, uh, Chelsea. Uh, so you're saying Raheem Sterling? Yeah, is the option. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really enjoying Mason Mount. Kai Havertz. No. Mason um, Mount is yet to get double figures this season. Um, yeah, he's he's been anonymous, hasn't he? Completely anonymous. Um, 45 minutes is all he played on Saturday. And, you know, the, the ownership backs up. Just 5% of players uh, are still, you know, keeping faith with him. But he has been anonymous. The the, the player I, I like the look of, who hasn't got the points he's deserved so far, is Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Mm. I watched him yeah. against Spurs and he was... I thought he was really impressive and he was getting down the right-hand side, especially in the first half before his position got changed. Um, and he got, he's only 5 million on the game, but he hasn't done anything yet. No, he has played 90 minutes in all of the last three though. So yeah, yeah one one to keep an eye out um, for, yeah, but dirt cheap, 5 million pounds. <clears throat> okay. Uh, next fixture, Leeds at home to Everton. Leeds off the back of a fairly poor performance against Brighton. Yeah, that was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? Because that was off the back of them just beating Chelsea, wasn't it? So Leeds, yeah. you don't know quite what you're going to get with them. But Rodriguez the shock of the season is the highest scorer midfielder at the moment with 37 points, 15 against Southampton and uh, 13 against Chelsea. So yeah, he's he, he's a bit of a strange one and, and Leeds are, but Leeds have got some decent fixtures coming up. Everton um, at home, Everton's still to win the season, Brentford away, Nottingham Forest at home. So you banking on any Leeds assets here? Well, I really like Aronson, mm. but I'm, 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 this week I'm saving the transfer. I really like Aronson. Jack Harrison is always in and around the points. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but um, my wife has just put the kettle on. Um, Holly put the kettle on. 
No, okay, cool. Uh, that's fine. The <laughs> the player I'm wondering if you're going to get involved with, Ant, mm. after flirting with him on so many occasions in the past, is Neil Mope. He's he's gone to Everton now. He's got his oh, moves. Dear. He's dropped in price. He's now only six point two million, <laughs> and Everton have no other option but to play him. It's nuts, isn't it? How bad Everton are. I mean, you know, Gerard and Lampard really struggling, just like they struggled yeah. to play together for England. Um, yeah, really weird one with Everton. They've just continued where they left off last season, i.e., being um, in a relegation battle. Neil Mopé would not touch with a barge pole, mainly because I'm still so angry about last season. Oh, it's a shame, though, because it, it becomes like uh, a real sort of tradition if you get Neil Mopé in. Mm. Well, let's see. Let's see how desperate I get. If I really get that desperate and the wheels start to fall off, which inevitably will happen, don't worry, um, yeah. then I probably will go for him. But yeah, 6.2 million is Neil Mopé. But yeah, as you say, I mean, God, dear, their options are an injured Calvert-Lewin or Rondon. So, um, right. yeah, I think it's unlikely he's going to start an injured Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> well, indeed, indeed. But more, merely backing up my point that Mobley, like you said, will have to play. But uh, no, thank you. Um, not for me. Calvert-Lewin currently has only one knee. which uh, makes, Yeah. It does, make make it, harder. Harder. it does make it slightly more difficult to play football. That is true. We've had a question come in from Bora TV saying, shall he buy Kane? Shall he? How sexist it could very well be a female. Shall I buy Kane and play a 4-3-3 or do I buy Sterling and play a 4-4-2? Oh, goodness you've been me. Big, you've been bigging up Sterling throughout the pod. I have been bigging him up, and um, but that is in direct comparison. I don't know. I prefer playing, I think, three strikers. Don't you? I like having the three strikers on the pitch. So if Kane it's, means that you're going to play a 4-3-3, then I don't know. I'd be, I'd be more tempted by that, I think. Yeah, it's nice to have attacking assets, but saying that Sterling is playing as a striker. This is true. He's, he's on the game as a midfielder, and he's cheaper than Kane. Well, there you go. You've just sold it, haven't you? Sterling it is. Long term for consistency, I would go Kane. Mm. Sterling right now, though. Can He's you do? Still... Can you do Bora TV? Can you do a three-four-three? Good question. If they can, get it on. Yeah, because I'm guessing they got Cancelo. That I'm not saying get rid of Cancelo, but you could get rid of Cancelo. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you are, if you are new to uh watching or listening to us borrow uh welcome uh firstly of course uh secondly we rarely know what we're talking about um, <laughs> unless it involves food unless it involves food new podcast to follow as uh as trailed earlier so wednesday evening then arsenal at home to aston villa potential captaincy here of odegaard martinelli mm-hmm. jesus Saliba. oh the list is endless zinchenko got injured what's that all about yeah, I think it's only a, a small injury though, isn't it? I think he'll be back soon. So we haven't transferred him out yet, keeping the faith that he'll come straight back in. But yeah, Arsenal flying, Villa struggling. So, I mean, probably be a Villa win now. Yeah, the way the season's gone, you know, that, mm. that could well happen. Yeah, Zinchenko has dropped slightly in price down to 5.2 now. Um, but he's looked those... really impressive, hasn't yeah, he? Until his holding injury, on. So, um, yeah, keep hold of for now, I would. They didn't look the same team with Tierney. No. 
I don't no. I don't think. I have to agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Tierney was great last season, wasn't he? He was in my team a lot. One of the very few players actually got me some points last season. But um, yeah, Zinchenko I'd keep for now. Aston Villa, I had Cash and Bailey at the start. They, they've obviously uh, long gone. They're in the bin. Um, you got any Villa players? Uh, no, absolutely none. And uh, I'm quite glad because <laughs> they have my been 11-year-old <laughs> Isla is still insistent she's captaining Danny Ings every game. Uh, bless her. Um, yeah. Probably still be me, but um, yeah, that doesn't feel like the wisest of choices at the moment. No, that's probably fair. Okay, uh, next game then, Bournemouth at home to Wolves. Maybe Bournemouth have got a point to prove here. They will have been, you know, they, well, they have been absolutely slated in the press, in the media. You know, maybe they might want to bite back here. We know with Wolves, nothing ever exciting happens. Well, normally, as we know, historically, being Bournemouth fans for so many years, we know that if ever a team's on a bad run, all they need to do is play us and, and, and they end that run. And I just saw before we went live tonight that Wolves go back to last season haven't won a game in 11. So expect that to end on Wednesday night. I mean, can it get any worse than than it was for us on Saturday? I mean, the, uh, the image that sticks in my mind from Saturday is Jurgen Klopp feeling so sorry for Scott Parker. He gave him a hug before the final whistle, which I thought was quite funny. Um, yeah. yeah. But we are—we're just not good enough. It's as simple as that. We haven't had the recruitment drive in the in the summer that we we desperately needed, and these players, I think, are trying their best, but they we simply aren't good enough at the moment. So, yeah, Wolves, I would expect they were a little bit unlucky, weren't they, not to, to yeah, get that yeah. first win against Newcastle? It was a wonder goal to stop them. So, it's first goal in this game is absolutely massive, isn't it? You know, if we can somehow get that, then. It's going to be a different game than if Wolves get it early doors. Our heads are going to drop massively again, aren't they? So, first goal is absolutely crucial. Someone I was impressed with, and I will use the full name as given by, well, his parents and also the FPL website. <laughs> parents first, I imagine. Uh, Goncalo Manuel Gancino Guedes. What a lovely name. What a mm. lovely name. He's six million on the game, owned by only 0.4%. Uh, of players on fantasy football. He's a midfielder who's very creative. I really enjoyed watching him, and it's rare that I enjoy watching Wolves because they are dull as dishwater. But yeah. he really impressed me. So he's someone I've got on my watch list now. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be the first game of the season. I don't have a player who's who's attacking against Bournemouth. But... Yeah, of course. You know, Literally, the only forward that comes up on the game for Wolves is Jimenez, who sat there with three points at the moment. So... Yeah, Wolves are a bit of a funny team, aren't they? Going back, as I say, to last season, second bottom than they are currently now. But uh, yeah, I, I still, unfortunately, far as I expect us to be, um, to be us tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, Wednesday night. It's weird. Do you hear about Willy Bolly? He um, he was named in the squad and refused to turn up. No, I haven't want... actually seen this. He wants to. He wants, he wants to go. He wants to go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's, he's desperate to get out. Crazy times to to join Forest, I believe. Who, as as we've already covered, are signing two new teams. It appears. Yeah, and I've seen Ross Barkley's been uh, released by Chelsea. So uh, by mutual consent. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and and on Forest, that's our next game, isn't it? At, at the Etihad. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is going to happen here then? Because well, this is our Forest going to get at them. Oh, I think, you know, the way Cooper plays, he's going to go for it. But City's going to be interesting because I think I saw some quotes from Guardiola uh, early on to say that certainly with these midweek games, he was going to rest players, the bigger players. And certainly Haaland, would you expect it to be one of them? So is this the first game that Haaland is rested? 
I'm really worried about having a terrible bench right now because mm. I, looking forward, hadn't really considered the possibility of any of my starting 11 not playing. Um, <laughs> I suppose Andreas for Fulham could could uh, do something and Nico Williams is playing City, so he'll mm. probably not want to be my first sub. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? And, and the problem is now with the five subs is that even if your player gets benched, they inevitably turn up for a few minutes just for a kick around. Oh, yeah, of course they do, just purely to annoy you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, City, I don't, I don't think no matter what team Forrest put out here, uh, won't be good enough. But um, you would still expect the likes of De Bruyne and probably, ironically, mate, unfortunately for you, Gundogan is probably going to come back in. Well, I've I've got him. I have to have him this week. And you know what? The first the first three people I'll thank when he hauls are FPL buddy, FPL Toffee Tim, and Gold TBC assist none. I will be <laughs> straight on them with praise and thanks. At the same speed, I was on them with a gif of Ryan from the office taking notes as soon as Diaz scored. Um, I will be right on it. So yeah, I, I I hope Gundogan comes good. I think I wasn't the only one to transfer Gundogan in last week. Yeah, we did as well. Like, did you? Yeah, we had him as well. Yeah, unbelievable. So, he did at least get an assist, but yeah, just the four points, unfortunately. But yeah, we did also bring him in. So are you are you seeing City concede in this game? No, no, N- not for me. No, no. I mean, I know they did. They did they, both of them set pieces as well, weren't they? The Palace goals, but no. Um, for me, they win this one to nil. Because we have we've had a question come in long term. Who would you prefer, Edison, Allison, or Ramsdale? Oh, maybe it goes back to the Bournemouth connection, but be Rambo for me. What do you think? Well, he gets save points, doesn't he? And I think he's cheaper, so yeah, I would go Ramsdale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do the. Um... Research for you. He has made only six saves all season. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's uh, great. He's, he's great. He's conceded. He's, he's conceded two goals. To be fair, he's kept two clean sheets. He's got such a good defense in front of him. You see, so um, yeah, he's he's not required to make yep. saves. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, very much that is his job. <laughs> very mm. much that is his job. Um, okay, so you look at any other. I mean, Forest players are going to become dangerous to own soon because they've got you know, as discussed, a lot of them. And it's going to be hard to know which players are going to start from week to week. I've I've heard the manager um, is Steve uh, blah, 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 okay. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Cooper, I've heard him say that he wants that many players because of the large benches they can have now. He wants, mm-hmm. you know, starting players throughout the team. But their their squad is insanely big. And so, yeah, too big, you know, and there's going to be players there who are probably going to be upset who got them into the Premier League in the first place uh, who won't get a look at. But when you look at, the, what was it, 40-odd million they ended up spending on Gibbs-White from Wolves? Some of it yeah. feels a little bit desperate. I don't know, maybe I'm saying that through jealous eyes, but to me, some of them, I mean, fair play to them, they're giving it right, could go, but <laughs> if they go down, Forrest, they're going to put themselves in a bit of financial trouble, I would suggest. How many players do you think Forrest have got as an option on fantasy football at this moment in time? 25 plus. It's got, I mean, I don't know. It's got, it's going to be silly, isn't it? Unfortunately, that means, that means you're getting your captain pick this week. The correct answer is 36. Um, uh, 36. Good, good, good try. 
36 players. Absolutely nuts. insane. So um, you, you own Haaland, don't you? I do. I've had him since game week one. Yeah. So what are you doing? Just start him and hope, I suppose. You can't really... Start him and hope. My son is adamant uh, he's going to be catch this week. And after the fury I caused him um, by convincing him to change to Jesus, I am not going to interfere this time around. So um, <coughs> despite the rumours, um, yeah, we'll stick with Haaland and hope for the best. Uh, another question has come in. As Jesus is highly owned, do you think getting rid of him can help in gaining rank? Well, as we said earlier, he could uh, switch to Kane. I would be more comfortable mm. with that. If you're just thinking of getting rid of him for, I don't know, Neil Mope um, to get some money, I would fear doing that because so many people have got him. That yeah, if you cool. are, if you are, if if rank is your aim, then on that one, I would probably stick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, let's go through the final few games if you don't mind, because I'll, I'll, I'll level with you. My jet lag is setting in at quite some rate now. Hey, um, mate, your your face looks even more confused than usual. So of course I, I completely understand. I don't know where I am, but yeah. So the the, the last three games: West Ham, Spurs, Liverpool, Newcastle, and then thir- oh, Thursday night, yuck, Leicester, Manchester United. Maybe pick out some key players here. What do you think? Well, interestingly, West Ham now got Emerson from Chelsea, who's a four million, uh, four million defender. The only game I didn't see anything of this weekend was, <coughs> was West Ham's, and I see that Emerson. He, I think he started, but he only played forty-five minutes. So I don't know why that is, but if he gets a run of games, he's only four million in the game, and he's actually a really decent player. Um, yeah, it's he just is. not. He's just not as good as what Chelsea have. So. He could be really good moving forward. I wouldn't mm-hmm. get him in for the Spurs game. Spurs also may rotate. They may bring in Richarlison, who was doing keepy up piece the other day, which is oh my nice goodness. to see. Yeah, I did see that. He is a player who, if he was in your team, you'd enjoy it, but everyone else hates. Yeah, I did have uh, a friend of mine who supports Spurs message me pretty much exactly that. He called him a rude word and said, thank goodness he plays for us, because if he didn't, I would absolutely hate him. Yeah. I think probably Robbie Savage esque in that actually. You you loved him if he played for you. Um and absolutely hated him if he didn't. Yeah, he's definitely one of those. But yeah. Um yeah, fair play for those Forest um players for giving him a good kick in because he certainly deserved it in my eye. Is Perisic gonna play every week? I can see Sessignon starting midweek. I don't know. Perisic has been yeah, uh he's well, he's yet to play ninety minutes, isn't he? He is, uh, he keeps getting subbed off, which is fine because it banks the clean sheet. It does. That's quite handy, but he feels like an almost a guaranteed starter at the moment. Um, Eighteen points over the last two game weeks. So I've got. I brought him in as part of my wild card. Gets a clean sheet at the weekend. So um, yeah, I, I would still expect him to start. Spurs are yet to concede. Bonkers! What a stat that is, by the way. Um, I didn't actually realise that they've yet to concede a goal this season. Yeah, Mental. that yeah, may that's... or may not be true. I, I think it's true. I don't remember them conceding a goal. Oh, cool. actually, they must have done something. Yeah, they they may have done actually. Um, that might be a bad, bad comment. Yeah, they can see the two against Chelsea. In fact, I think Mike made the exact same mistake in last week's pod. Uh, mm, yeah, please do excuse me. I, I am um, jet lagged. Um, to be honest, <laughs> I'm confused because I've I, I don't know what time of day it is, what time of year it is. I've just had my first mince pie of the season. Ooh. Yeah, very excited to see them on sale in August. Um, so yeah, I've had my first mince pie. So. Oh, it sent you a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like I'm in a parallel universe. Uh, West Ham, look, you know, they got that win, but they still don't look great. No, no, I have to agree with that. Yeah, they um, 
yeah, strange one from them. But um, yeah, there's some some good little midweek games there, mate. I'm looking forward to it. If you've got Trippy, are you keeping him in for this game against Liverpool? Mm, he's on my bench for me. I uh, can't see Newcastle keeping a clean sheet. If if somebody told you they were guaranteed a free kick about 25 yards from goal, you would definitely have him in. But uh, unfortunately, we don't have a crystal ball on that one. So yeah, I would be keeping him on my bench. Yeah, I, I'd be starting him because Liverpool, I mean, yes, they weren't leaky against Bournemouth, but Bournemouth, uh, their main <coughs> strike is out injured and they had no centre-back. So, mm. you know. Um, have you bought COVID back from Australia? You, you're coughing occasionally. Yeah, no, I've, uh, you can probably hear my voice actually. It's unbelievably croaky. Yeah, my, uh, well, there was a bug that went around the camp. We weren't on I'm a Celebrity, but uh, uh. I was living with my family through. There was a bug uh, that went around the uh family which was great actually so much so that the main reason i went out there was it's my sister's wedding and she lost her voice on her wedding day she had to whisper her vows uh oh, that's romantic though girl. isn't it that's oh romantic. very very softly spoken but unfortunately she passed it to me um uh, yeah so it's not don't not be... strep not strep throat it's going around i hear could be strep throat but probably not because mike does sound a lot iller than me i've just got a very croaky voice and a sore throat but no other symptoms but could be covid who knows i um, can confirm i saw mike in a corduroy dressing gown earlier and he did look ill ill but possibly still sexy but um no no yeah. just still just just still so yeah. yeah apologies for my croaky voice uh but yes i am gonna rest up and hopefully when you uh when we do the pod again in a few days time i will sound a bit more normal are you tempted to buy bobby Firmino after his haul Mm. You, you've you've regularly had Firmino. I have. He has been a mainstay of my teams, but at the moment, as I say, I now own the three highest scoring strikers in the game, so I'll be sticking with that for the time being. Thank you very much. Darwin's not playing this weekend. Mm. You could get Firmino in just for yeah. a one game a one game punt. Nah, nah. I'm sticking with my uh, Harlan Jesus and Ivan Tony. Okay. Yeah, you see how good Haaland is, and then you'll become mm. crying back to Bobby Firmino. Oh, then uh, you can have a good laugh at my expense. Thursday night, Leicester, Man United, to end it all. Uh, well, hopefully not to end it all. It seemed quite severe. It could be a bad game, but it, it shouldn't be more than that. Um, Man United tempting you now, two wins on the bounce. Yeah, it feels like they've turned a corner. Leicester, probably in a bigger crisis than we are. Um, lost players over summer, haven't recruited. Rumours of Brendan Rodgers going. They're a bit of a car crash at the moment, aren't they? So, yeah, I expect Man United to win this one as well. What about Casemiro? Um, the new signing, potentially one to keep an eye on. Uh, and he's a defensive midfielder. Not really. There's only one defensive midfielder in my life, and that's Granit Xhaka. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, well, that's fair enough, mate. But, yeah, possibly one to keep an eye on. My son loves him because he's good on FIFA, apparently. So, he's sat on our bench currently. Tyrell Melesia, mm. wing-back. Very attacking. Uh, he is 4.4 million. He's played the last two games. He's played the full 90. Mm. Tyrrell. Is it Tyrrell or Tyrrell? I'm going Tyrrell Malassia. Let's he, go with he's very short, so you'd like him. <laughs> Thank you. And, I'm he's not female. <coughs> um, but yeah, I, I think he's, he's a great shout. If you are looking to find some money somewhere and maybe downgrade I don't know, Cancelo or... I mean, a lot of people downgraded Trent before this weekend. I don't think many will be doing that this weekend. No. But he he's really decent value at 4.4. 4. 
You've got Rashford, who's 6.3, who since those last couple of wins looks a slightly more informed player. And Fernandez, when Ronaldo isn't there, Fernandez plays well. Mm, it but does he is 9.8 million. Yeah, no, thank you very much at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, United, I think, have turned a corner. So we shall see. Okay, mate. Right, well, we'll do our, our punts uh, and then we will say farewell. Uh, who? Oh no! Yeah, no. We can do a punt. We can do a punt, but it doesn't mean anything. So, pick a player with less than two percent ownership who you think is going to do well in the midweek games, and then I promise you, I will let you go to bed. Thank you very much. I'm going to go for many because I heard his name earlier. Danny Welbeck, one point seven percent ownership. The beautiful Danny Welbeck. Beautiful. Okay, and I will go for. <coughs> John Stones against Nottingham Forest. He is 5.4 million on the game. He is sure to start because I think Ake is still out. Mm. So I would go for John Stones. Okay. Well, let's wait and see. Well, thank you very much for listening, uh, watching along. Uh, If you have been, uh, it's been great to have you here. And sorry that this quickie has ended up being so long. Have a good midweek game week. Uh, enjoy it if you're a millionaire and you've got BT Sport. Uh, <laughs> if not, enjoy the radio because there mm. is really nothing like listening to football on the radio. There really is. And uh, we will see you on Thursday. Take care. Bye. Good night.